Hello fellow networkers. In today's episode, I sit down with the amazing Lauren Favey, who is actually a CMO for hire for businesses that are not ready or do not want a full-time C-level marketing executive. She takes on a few clients at a time and works on a monthly retainer basis to plan and execute marketing strategy. Now, she has over 20 years of experience and has worked on projects from Under Armour, Kaiser Permanente, as well as the small businesses all over the U.S. And you know what's really cool about her? She is a referee in women's lacrosse for the NCAA and serves as a trainer for U.S. lacrosse. She is an amazing networker as well. I will tell you that some of the tips she offered during our conversation are some of the best tips I've heard, as well as some things that you may not have heard when it comes to networking. I had such a great time getting to know Lauren, and I really hope you enjoy this episode. So Lauren Fabie with LF Consulting is what we're doing. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for coming on. Uh, so I was telling you right before we started, and you've listened to the podcast before. First half is going to be about networking, how it means to you. And in talking with you right before I started this, I was amazed because you are kind of a constant networker because that's how you get your business is through referrals. That's networking. So that's really kind of what it's about with you and uh, what works. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have any business if I didn't network um, because I can't. You can't really rely on your current clients to always, you know, take that extra step of you know sending the email or referring their their people. Yeah. So I have to be out and about all the time because in my business it's really important that people meet me. They like to meet me in person. They like to see how I speak. They like to see what kind of image I project. They, I mean, as superficial as that may be. No, but for but what you do, yeah. For what I do, it's a big deal. I, do, I, handle, I handle the strategic marketing, communications, and PR for a lot of companies. And, you know, I represent them in many ways. It's almost like the face of the franchise. You kind of are, you're going to be at the forefront and people are going to see you, so you have to have a certain type of look, sound, articulation. Correct. Or people are kind of like, ah, I don't know. You Correct. Know. And also, um, in my business, it's really important that people get that level of trust with me. And I find that, you know, it's, it's great to have a following on LinkedIn or a following on Instagram or, you know, what have you, but... In my business, people are trusting me to communicate the value that they bring to clients. And so they need to know that I take my business seriously. And one of the reasons that, one of the ways that I legitimize what I do is by trying to meet as many people as I possibly can to get that, to get that first impression, to get that trust level going. To network your butt off. Correct. Correct. No, it makes sense. I mean, I talk to people on a regular when it comes to networking, and the biggest thing that they say is getting out there and building a relationship before you start talking about a transaction with anybody. Right. Whether that's kind of consulting or selling uh, insurance or whatever it is, it's it's about building a relationship first, and then the transaction comes later. I, I said it in the previous podcast. Some people go at some people look at networking from a standpoint of ROI. What's my return on investment? And then there's others that I think find more success if they look at it as an ROR, which is my return on relationships. Correct. So relationships make more sense because people, 
and we we've you've been networking, I've been networking. It gets beat into everybody's head down here that people only do business with people they like, they know, like, and trust. The know, like, and trust. That's all you ever hear. But it, I mean, it sounds like we're beating a dead horse, but that is. It's true, though. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is that, and I've been, look, I've been around the block, right? I've been in business for a really long time. And so one of the things that I feel, I'm not a super transactional person. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think about, and this is the truth, I don't think about how much money I could get from into my business by meeting you yeah. or by meeting yeah. somebody else. I really don't. I like to show value to the people that I do business with. And so a lot of times people will say to me, hey, you know, you're you're all over the place. Who do you know that does X, Y, Z? And I like to really know who those people yeah. are before I refer them because it's my reputation as well. Oh, yeah, if you pass a bad referral. Exactly. Yeah. So the only, I mean, look, I'm a people person. I work by myself primarily other than meeting with my clients and networking. So, you know, it also feeds the beast of inside of, of me course, of yeah. getting out with other people. I like to talk about business. I like to hear what's going on. Yeah. You know, what's going on in our community? I like to sort of be in the know. And, and the only way you can really do that is by getting out of your office and, you know, shooting it with people. Yeah, shooting the, <laughs> the proverbial poo, basically. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, no, it, it, makes, it makes total sense. The, the one thing that I look at it when it comes to me networking, and now I'm part of Warm Introduction Networking, so I help Shane Bailey run his events. Right. And the, my job there is very simple. I literally just walk up to people that have never come before, talk to them, build a relationship, and then I go warmly introduce them to other people that I... It's great. And for all I think about when I walk up to somebody is, I'm going to learn about what you do and who in here can I put you with that's going to help you. And, and, and I tell people all the time, and I've actually helped um, a young man at a previous win event, and he's like, tell me about the best ways to network. I said, the best thing that you can do is walk in and think to yourself, how am I going to help other people make connections while I'm here? Yes. Because then the connections come back. So you give, but you're going to get 10 times more. If you think way. about yourself, you yeah. will lose. Oh, yeah. You will totally lose, yeah. and you'll lose every day, all day. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and if people feel that from you, you know, that you're there to truly be a contributing member of the group or the genuine. event or whatever, yeah. and you're not just like, hey, can I call you tomorrow? Hey, hey, Here's hey, my hey, business hey. card. Right. Yeah. I mean, really you know, get to know people. Yeah, that's the most, that's the number one tip I think everybody says, is just get to know people. I think that's tip number one on top 10, I, I guess. It was, it's probably, of the five that I've done, every one of them says, build a relationship first. That's the most important part. Uh, you, how long have you been networking down here? Oh gosh, well down here? Yeah. About a year and a half, not a long. And then you came from? I came from the Baltimore, D.C. area yeah. where I had, okay. you know, a lot of experience in my field. I, I did projects for Under Armour, for Kaiser Permanente. Oh, okay. I mean, I've won a global marketing award for, nice. for Citrix. I mean, I have a legit um, resume, but, you know, people in Naples didn't know me at all. Did you notice a difference? Obviously, you networked up in Baltimore, D.C. area. And then you come down here. What's networking like down here versus up there? People are friendlier. Really? You yes. think so? Okay. Overall, people are more willing to meet new people. It's less closed here. 
Um, now, I grew up in Baltimore, so I didn't really have a problem. Yeah. Because I was sort of on the inside. Yeah. Um, and I was always trying to, you know, be that person, that welcoming person. But I can tell you that down here, there are just, first of all, there's so many more opportunities to network. Oh, yeah. Um, just like you could do something every day if you wanted. Um, and secondly, people are just nicer. Maybe I'm nicer. <laughs> no, you're really nice, but no, that's that's maybe that's a good maybe thing to hear. maybe being down here has put me in a great mood, and people feel that. No, but I, I don't know. I honestly think that down here, and it's funny because you've networked in Fort Myers, Cape Coral. Not much. Not much. Not much up it's, there. It's, I was telling the people earlier today uh, in my networking group, it's like a different country. People are completely different down in Naples than they are up in Lee County. And I'm not saying it's one side's good or bad. It's just a completely different culture uh, down here. It's a lot more open, a lot more warmly inviting, and they want people to talk. They want to talk to people, like you were saying. And then up there, it's more of who do I know? Can I trust you? Do you know somebody I know? Well, that's how Baltimore is. That's how Baltimore is. And so um, I just find it very refreshing to be down here in Naples. I mean, I've pivoted um, a little bit in my in my business. You know, when I when I moved down here, I sort of picked in I I picked and choose the the parts of my business that I enjoy the most and that's sort of what I lead with and um so it it was a little bit of a learning experience for me on you know how do I how do I talk to people about what I do you know how do I get that you know like 10 seconds soundbite where people can start to understand what I do so um and and the more opportunities to do that has really paid off for me so networking is very important we always talk about this what is kind of your go-to strategy when you go to a networking event okay so i preach this to my clients like it's you know part of the bible right (laughs) you've got to follow up you got to follow up with people um so that's number one um however you do it just do it even if you're late in doing it you know a lot of times we'll, we'll collect all these cards we'll you know, we'll have the best intentions and then our, and then our days get away from us. And, a week goes by. And I think it's okay. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Even if you come across those cards two weeks later, a month later, you know, fine. Just just do it. Yeah. And so I think it's okay to sort of say, hey, look, you know what? I had every intention of following up with you soon after I met you and I just forgot. Or things got busy for me. Or... You know, I, I, I wanted to wait until I had some value to add to our conversation. Yeah, there you go. So that's always a good one. That's a great you know? one, yeah. um, And then the second tip is if you post things on Facebook or any type of social media about a networking event, I would, especially if you take a picture with someone, um, I would make sure it's okay to tag them. Yeah, okay? that's very true. Um, yeah. The other thing is I had a situation... In Baltimore, this happened a couple of years ago, but it but it really it really got under my skin. Where I was on my way to an event, and someone tagged me that I was with them they at were. the event, and I wasn't. And it was on Facebook, and one of my kids was like, "Wait a second! I thought you had a meeting for your. I thought you were at work, and you had a meeting at work, and like you weren't at my game because." You were like out at some happy hour, and I said, "But I, w- but I wasn't. I was at a meeting." Oh man! And so, 
it was an opportunity for me to sort of like set my culture with my people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is what you don't and do. I, and I think it's just a good pointer to don't tag people unless you're actually with them. Yeah, well, of course. Well, I mean, you'd you know, be surprised. Well, obviously, you've had it but, happen. Um, but, you know, and also get their permission to take a picture and post it. No, think, very, very true, yeah. I think that... Um, that I mean, you, anyone who's listening, you can always post me in your pictures. Post, yeah. you can always tag me in your pictures. But I think as it's long just, as you're there, though. as long as I'm there. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's, but I think it's just good. Um, it's it's a good rule of guidelines. Well, it's just it's it's it's, it's respect. It's, yeah, it's respect. It's respectful. It's decency, yes. You know, um, and I think most people do. But I, you're right. Some people will do it. Some people who are new to networking yeah, don't, don't know, know the rules. They don't know the right? rules. One big thing with me, and I've talked about it with others, is I'm not a big business card person. I don't like collecting business cards. I'll get to know you, and I'll just be like, "What's your phone number?" And then I now I've got your information in my phone, and I can just reach out right away, or I'll take the phone number and I'll go, oh, "Give me your phone number." I'm texting you right now. That's me. Yeah. And let's follow up next week or let's do something or we'll go get lunch. Even if it's not to do business, just to be able to follow up with somebody to have a meeting and just get to know who they are because you may not be able to pass business. We may not be able to pass business between each other, but you may know somebody that I may need and I may know somebody that you may need. Yeah, absolutely. So. There's. Um, I'll give another tip. So LinkedIn, if, you, if everyone's on LinkedIn, if you go to the little um, four square icon that's next to the search box on your yep. profile yep. if you click it it says my qr code yep you can QR get your thumb out at a networking event scan someone's qr code they can scan yours and you can connect with them instantly and then you don't need a business card yeah yeah as long as they have linkedin right correct because <laughs> there's still a lot of people out there that don't but other people can take your picture they could take the picture of yeah, your qr right? code yeah so no, I mean, that a makes lot of people sense. don't know You're that. The first person to say that. Yeah. And I, I know I know that you can do that. I just never think about it like yeah. that. But no, that's a, that makes perfect sense, especially if it's it's just super easy. Right. And cuz then you have a way of texting cuz not everybody wants to give out their phone number and I get it, but I don't have a problem. I'm like, "Hey, just take my number. Right. I don't care." Uh, you know, if you you can text me stupid stuff. I'm okay with it. Text me funny <laughs> memes. I'm okay with that stuff. Like if it's something stupid, I'll share something stupid back with you. It's fun. I like having fun. Uh, but it's very important to, and it sounds, it's very just having a commonality with people you're talking to. Right. Being able to relate, having a, a, being able to share. I think one thing that works very well for me, and I'm hoping it works well, is if you can make people laugh, you'll always be able to get them to talk to you. A thousand percent. Yeah. Meet people where they like to be when they're yeah. not. Okay, we can all agree that while we're networking, it's sort of like work light. Work for people light, who yeah. for people who enjoy networking yeah. like me, it's fun. Yeah, and so you know you can relax a little bit. Tell some jokes. Yeah, have a little fun. You're drinking ninety percent of the time. There's a, you have a drink in your hand, whether it's beer, wine. I'm on the whole thirty, it so it's club soda for twelve go. more days. I'm on a keto. I'm on a keto <laughs> diet, so for me it's like clear liquid vodka and soda, and that's about all I can have. You know, so right. Uh, but no, it it. it you want to be able to break somebody's walls down, especially people that are, there's a huge difference in personalities in networking. There's introverts, there's extroverts. You know, you have people that are introverts when they walk in, but after a couple of drinks, now they're extrovert. Here's what I also yeah. like to do, and, and if somebody wants to ask me, I'll, I'll tell them too. <laughs> um, I always like to ask people, you know, how can I help you? Oh, that's a great question. What are you trying to get done yeah. this week? this month, yeah. whatever that, and do you see any way that I can help you? Or, you know, take a look at my website, take a look at the 
people I know on LinkedIn, you know. Yeah. I'm happy to introduce you to people if if I know them well enough to, of course. to yeah. you know, like see the connection there. But but don't be afraid to ask because that's why I'm there, right? Yeah, you go I'm to networking. There. I'm there to network. Yeah. I'm there to help you. Yeah, it's it's not I'm not here to network just myself. I'm here to help network right. anybody who needs my help. Right. You know, and that's what I that's what I do at Warm Introductions. It's literally I walk up, I get to know who you are, and then I'll ask them Who's a perfect, if, if you're standing in a networking place like this, you're at an event, who's a perfect person to talk to right now? Who's the perfect person that you'd like to get to know right. that's going to help you close the next deal or, or find something that you need? You know, and I, I always ask that question when I first introduce, or first get introduced when they walk in the doors. How can I help you? Who in here, besides, obviously, I can give you as much as I can, but who in here would be able to be the most benefit to you? You know, somebody may walk in and does website and say, well, I'm really looking for somebody that needs a website. And I might actually go, oh, my God, I actually know somebody that's here that was talking about their website the other day. Let's go talk to them. Here's, you know? another, here's another way that, you know, I try to bring value to my clients as a marketing person. I bring my clients to networking Oh, events. yeah, yeah. You know? Invite. Invite your yeah. clients. They may be in a business where they don't get to leave to go and sell themselves, right? So bring them with you. Let them see you in action. Let them see you owning your space, promoting them when they don't even realize it. You will be shocked at, I mean, maybe not, but but you'll be very surprised at how that elevates you in their eyes as far as being a trusted and valued part of their team. Well, yeah, because it, they, they no longer look at it as you are trying to make a transaction. They look at you, you're actually helping, you're trying to help them Correct. become better at business in some way. Correct. You know, so you're adding, you're adding value to the relationship, not to their pocket. Right. You know. Or taking any money from the pocket because you're getting paid by them. Right, right? Like exactly. That. So, but no, they love it. They do. You know, and do. even if they say no, you know, still invite them. Even if it's not a networking event, I, I have a client of mine that I invited to the Super Bowl party, and he came, and he had right. a great time. He just wanted to get away from kind of his everyday normal stuff. I said, hey, there's a huge Super Bowl party my my girlfriend and their family have, and uh, we get like 50 people show up. It's a big screen outside, and we watch the game. And he's like, man, that sounds pretty cool. And then like I followed up with him. You know, I told him a month in advance. I followed. Hey, you gonna be able to make it? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. And then he texted me two days before. Are you still doing that? Yep. He showed up. Yeah, that's great. And he had a great time. Yeah, know? that's and, great. And and not just networking events. I mean, I go to a lot of industry specific yeah. events, where I like to, you know, have one of my clients come, and then they can see me learning about what I am doing for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, for what you do, networking and doing that in front of their clients is like... It's 100% value, right? And then I can introduce them to the people that are, you know, the speak. You know, nine times out of ten, I know the speaker. I know the people that are... You know the host or whatever, yeah. Right, exactly. And then I can, you know, then that also legitimizes what I offer them. No, and that that translates well for anybody who networks. Absolutely. You know, so you, you don't have to be, you know, a consultant like what you do. You can be a guy that does plumbing for a living, and getting to know the people that are that are leading the groups makes a huge difference. And then helping each other just by doing what you do. Hey, come with me. Just see what it's like. Right. You know, what, since you are a master of different industries, kind of doing what you do in the consulting, this is a funny question. What industry needs the most networking? 
would you say needs the most help with networking? Oh, geez. Out of my clients, I would say in just, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to give you a specific, but first I'll make a generalization. Any industry where people don't immediately understand what you're providing. So, so for instance. An IT company almost could be something like an that. An IT yeah. company, someone like me, a marketing person who does more than marketing. You know, yeah. marketing's very... There's, it's it's a general. It's just yeah, it's yeah. very general, but but it, you know you can dial down into specifics. I would say anyone that doesn't provide like a tangible product, gotcha. people that are in the service industry. Yep. Um, you know those types of people need to network more because also they're crushed by the online oh. reviews of of things and and the SEO you know, world. So I I think that um, those connections are really, really important for to to really build the trust of people that can refer them and say, look, like, I know you can Google a 100 different, you know, property managers, but I'm going to tell you who the best property manager is because I meet with them every single week. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that because that's a question that literally popped in my head as you were talking because I was like, man, she, she knows a lot of different people in different industries. I wonder what industry needs the most help when it comes to networking. I think you pointed out a very good point. Anybody who doesn't know exactly what you do. Like you could say, I do IT work, but do you build websites? No. Right. Oh, well then, okay. Do you do this? No. Well, what do you do? You know, and then you have to explain it. So that's right. why networking comes into play because you can – if you go in kind of with that mentality as let's say you're for example I'm an IT guy and rather than people say what do you do and me just saying I'm in IT I can say I do this and you just give them exactly. exactly what it is you do I manage an IT firm but this is what we specialize in the other thing is I mean for my business I mean I'm very I very specifically you know develop communication and marketing strategy but I don't always execute it yeah. So I'm always looking for partners, you know? I'm always looking for people that I can refer business to. Of course, yeah. So it's super important if someone says to me, well, I'm in IT, and I find out that they build a website, that person's like gold oh, to me. Oh, you're a gold mine, yeah. Right. Yeah. So because, you know, if I get to know them, you know, and, yeah. and not every website it needs a, has the same needs. So, I mean, yeah. I could have an arsenal of three or four people I can refer business too yeah and then you can kind of say okay this guy specializes in this with the websites this guy specializes because there's listen when it comes to websites there's so many different ways that you can do there's right. retail websites right. there's non-retail websites there's real estate websites there's right. so many so you got to know the right person to give them the right fit because i'm not going to take a guy and say hey he, de- he develops for real estate guys but he can help you with your store it's probably not going to be a great fit gotta love it when i get a notification on my uh it just means you're popular. Means Probably that, all that networking. It means, it means it means it's going well. It was a thumbs up. Uh, so yeah, no, it it's very important to have kind of an like an arsenal, yeah, an arsenal of people that you can make referrals to. The other thing is, you never know what people are interested in. You know, somebody, you know, like I, look, I'm a marketing person, but I also sit on a lot of committees. Yeah, you know, for a lot of different industries because that's where I meet my clients. And so I have a lot of knowledge in, in a lot of different industries. Like, yeah. you know, I, I sit on the, a magazine committee. I sit on um, a couple different boards. And, you know, you never know what kind of benefit it, 
there is of meeting someone, yeah, you know, or what their hobbies are. You know, their hobbies can be something that directly could benefit your business. Oh, of course, yeah. I like to know what people like to do outside of the business. Like, I, I typically, what I like to do when it comes to networking is get to know you as a person, not as a business person. Because right. I want to know, like, are you into sports? Are you into cooking? Or what do you like to do? Because then you can have enough commonality where you can make that referral more meaningful. Right, exactly. You know, especially if you, if you, oh, hey, listen, this guy likes to go to the gym. Well, this guy I'm going to refer you loves to go to the gym too. You guys have something to talk about besides whatever, you know, whatever business it is. Yeah. So you can, you can just, it, helping other people be able to make better, uh, create better relationships through the referral is huge too. It's not just, here's the referral, I'm done. Here's, you guys have a lot in common. There it is. Yeah. Well, one of my, one of my hobbies, and not really a hobby, I mean, I'm an NCAA official. I think that's awesome. On, on the side. Yeah. As a side gig, I have been for several years. So, you know, one of the things that people, when people find that out, all of a sudden they're like, wait, 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 I'm a sports nut. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, you know, and, and actually as a result of networking and, and sort of getting out of my comfort zone a little and telling people that, yeah, of course. you know, at first they're like, wait, what? wait, what? Yeah, like, you said that earlier. That's kind of like, cool. That's awesome. You know, that's yeah. kind of cool. And so I actually got, um, a speak, I, Two weeks ago, I spoke at a business conference that the NFL Players Association participated in in Miami during the Super Bowl. Because, That's cool. Because, you know, they knew that I was involved in sports, but I also ran a, a company that would benefit what their content yeah. was. So people are always looking for that. Yeah. They're looking for that, like, hook. But that's another way of bonding is if you bond through sports, you can, it's another way of being able to pass business. You know, Absolutely. You bonded because you guys were, it's a sports general, you know, meeting or whatever it is that you're doing. And the next thing you know, well, I really like her, you know, but she's, yeah, she's into sure. a lot of the same stuff I'm in. What, you know, let me see if there's something I can do for you or Yeah, I made a ton of connections doing that's that awesome. at the event. People I would never have met. Did you go to a Super Bowl? I did not. No. I had my my high school girlfriends in for our 50th birthday celeb kickoff celebration nice <laughs> <laughs> year long of celebrating year long a year long of celebrating <laughs> but the uh yeah so and my beloved ravens had gotten knocked out oh so. that was i wouldn't even talk about so that. yeah that was the most so surprising sort of, playoff game I've i was ever a little won. bitter i was like how did they lose like how did they lose the other reason is no one offered me a ticket oh that <laughs> sucks no i know that's on the bucket list the super bowl is on the bucket list one day uh, but yeah, no, I can't say anything. I, I'm a Cowboys fan, and we just—I am too, actually. Are you really? Well, I'm an SEC football fan, okay. so anybody who's risen up from the SEC—they're my people. And Dak Prescott. So you root for him, okay? Dak, Dak Prescott played See, at Mississippi State, so yeah. No, I hear it because SEC I'm, a, guy. I'm a basketball player by heart. I played basketball overseas for two years, so my pro professionally, and uh, I'm a Big Twelve basketball nut and Kansas the Jayhawks that's my team so uh -huh. anytime I see somebody from the Big 12 make it I'm like oh man that's so awesome you know I, I'll root for them even if yeah. they didn't play for Kansas you played for Oklahoma State perfect you know, <laughs> I'm the same way with the yeah. SEC yeah so no, I think it's fun um, that's that's crazy so uh, we've we've gone through the networking uh, bit I think you've got amazing amounts of information I, I really can't wait to hear the reaction of this podcast because you've said some things nobody has said yet because of your marketing background, you, you have a completely different perspective on networking than most other people that, that I talk to, which is very refreshing because 
you're you're offering some things that haven't been spoken about before. So I think we're going to get a lot of. Well, there you go. Uh, the LinkedIn <laughs> thing is, I, I and I never, I knew I could do it. I knew about it and just totally blinked out. And then you said it, and I was like, oh yeah, you can do that. You can. I forgot about that part. So, so now let's talk about you. Okay. So okay. you are Lauren Faby, CMO, PR. You do everything. What is it that you know works best for you, or what do you do that works? you know, for everybody else. Okay, so I've been in the communications and marketing business for a long time. And um, I've done a lot of high-profile projects Mm -hmm. and also a lot of projects for startups. And I really enjoy um, helping companies that don't have a senior-level marketing person with expertise like I have. And so how I've set up my company is they can hire me to be that senior level strategic communicator, strategic marketing planner, um, and also I can be the press contact for them, which is, a, which is really a valuable thing. Yeah. If you don't understand why you need a press contact, just have something Somebody reach go out wrong. To you. <laughs> yeah. Just have something go wrong or miss an opportunity to get some press for your business, and you'll realize why you need someone like me. Yeah. But um, but basically, I enable small companies to get that C-level marketing officer, um, and you basically buy a share of me. I take on three or four clients at a time. And um, I oversee your team. I train them up. The idea is that one day you won't need me because you'll be able to either afford or your, um, your people will be so amazing um, executing strategy that they'll be your C-level people. And you just ride off into the sunset. And then I go on <laughs> to the next project. But people can keep me as long as they want. And, and we work up a... We work up a a monthly retainer type fee that works for everybody with a defined scope and we go from there. What would you say your specialty is in kind of what you do? Like yeah. your general specialty? As far as like, like what types of businesses? What, what are you, obviously you, you help yeah. with like an envelope of certain things, but what is it that you really specialize in so, inside of that envelope? Yeah, so I like to sit down and map the customer journey. Awesome. And what that means is that from the time you get a prospect to the time where it's six months after six months after you close a sale, I like to identify the, identify those opportunities where your customers need to hear from you, and then we say, how do they hear from you? What does that communication tie back to your brand image, to your brand promise? How do your employees communicate that? How do your current customers refer you? How do you take care of them? How do you let them know you appreciate their business? How do you help them? Um, And so a lot of companies don't have that defined. So we sit down, we define it, and then we plan out the communication. And um, we pivot where it doesn't work and we we add things where they're needed and that's why I have an ongoing relationship with my clients. What do you find works best when it comes to marketing? Is it, you know, a little bit of a mix of everything? Is it one particular thing? I mean, for- It's never one particular thing. It's never, ever, ever one particular thing. Do not put all your money in one basket. Um, also, you don't need to spend a lot of money. You know, was, a, a lot of people spend a lot of money on ads. Ads are great for a certain demographic, for a certain prospect, they're great. But 
I, in all of my clients, we do a mixture of PR, current client communication, prospective client communication, current referral sources, prospective, prospective referral sources. We, we do a big push on employee culture and communication. How, how do your employees know what your business goals are? Yeah. How do you communicate it to them? How do you reward them for meeting those goals, for helping you meet those goals? Do you, do you consistently you know, walk the walk and talk the talk of your brand? Yeah, you know, how consistent is your culture? Um, so, so we work with you know, email, social media, PR, um, you know, SEO, um, you know, events, networking, you know, just a, a industry specific things, you know, getting out there and, and putting yourself up as a subject matter expert, really big deal. I coach my clients on how to do that. Very cool. Very cool. Is there, is there one part of marketing that is so, that's overused right now that, that people are just, they, they're banking on this particular avenue and it's like, you don't really need to? Well, I don't think anything is something that you don't need to do. I think everyone should dabble. But I will tell you, I think a lot of people just throw something up on Facebook and hope that it gets traction. And yeah. that's just not I asked that the way question. to that do it. That was a setup because I, yeah, I see it a lot. It's just not the way to do yeah. it. Um, you got to work. <laughs> you do, yeah. I mean, yeah. certainly Facebook is amazing and it is a great platform. But there has to be... Everything has to tie back to your business goal. Of so make first of all you need to know what that is. You know? Yeah. What is your business goal? And then you have to back out and you have to think about all of those things that tie in. I don't think you sh you can rely on any one thing. No, I see a lot. I I I asked that question because I see a lot of that on Facebook. I think Facebook is overused for some people as a business strategy and it's like you don't you know, so there's some people that don't even need to use Facebook because their industry isn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have to have a Facebook presence. Right. Uh, you know. Now that's few and far between. I mean, almost everybody should be on Facebook at at some level, but some are overusing it to where I think it can hurt their brand uh, by posting stuff that is outside of what you said. What is your What is your It's it's a big business, problem. You know? it's, it's a big problem. I you know I always tell my clients stay in your lane. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah. I don't need to know <laughs> that you were at tacos and tequila partying up all night if you're this type of a business because then I might go, eh, it doesn't seem like you're very serious. Talks you know? back. It, it speaks to the brand promise and, yeah. the, and, and the customer journey, you know, what your customers are seeing. The, you know, the, the other thing is that I feel like a lot of companies just throw money at something and they double down on bad ideas. And so... It's almost like they're afraid to cut to cut the cord on a on a bad idea, and I'm here to say it is okay to fail at a marketing strategy. It is totally okay. It is okay to pivot, and it is really not something new to fail at something. No. So, so I think it's it's you know I always try to to get my clients when I first engage with them, we are going to pivot and we are going to pivot often, because not everything is going to work. And so what you need to do is learn to collect the data on what works and what doesn't work. Get the systems in place so that you can evaluate your success and evaluate your failure and be okay with, with you know, changing course if needed.
Yeah, failure. Uh, I, I, I read a quote, but it's basically it's failure does not mean it's the end. Failure means that you have another opportunity to succeed. That's right. That's all it is. That's so right. So just because you failed at something doesn't mean you have to stop or you're you're terrible at what you're doing or you need to quit. It just means you need to uh, figure out another way to succeed. It's great to be able to. Failing is. I like. I don't want to say I like failing, but I like it. I don't mind when I fail at certain things because I go, I don't need to do that again. So I can just take that and go, we'll, we'll put this in the memory box and know I tried that, doesn't work. Cool. Right. Move on to the next one. Yeah, exactly. You know? So that's why, that's why I meet with my clients regularly because yeah. we evaluate and evaluate and evaluate. You're very hands-on. You're very hands-on. Hands so I, I, you, let's say someone gets a six-month contract with you. You're with them. How how much within that six months? Daily? Oh, usually you know, weekly. Weekly. You know, yeah. usually weekly. We, you know, I'm usually hired by the the CEO of course, or the yeah. COO, and um, we we design, you know, how often it makes sense for us to to meet in person. I like to meet in person. Yeah. Because I'm a people person, and also, um, you know, you get certain idiosyncrasies. You know, you can see yeah. people's expression, and it's a little bit, a little bit better than even Skype. You know, yeah. And so I do like to meet weekly. Sometimes I just meet with the team of people that I'm overseeing within their company. Um, I, you know, I think that works best to meet weekly. Sometimes it just doesn't. It just depending on what we what yeah. we have executing, it makes sense to work to meet monthly. Sometimes it makes sense to meet every two weeks. And, and you, know? you are willing to work with any company there's it doesn't it's not a specific group or industry you're kind of like oh so here's what i do i i will meet with any type of industry but i will only carry one client per industry Ah, at any one time because i am executing my brain and my and i don't think it's fair to my clients if i you know, if they're competing against the same people, if they're competing for the same clients, it's not really fair. Yeah, like two title companies. You, exactly. You can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. So at any one time, I'll only have one client in a, cert, a certain vertical. But I work with with companies that have one person. I work with companies that have five hundred people. I've worked with companies that have fifty thousand people. I, you know, whatever. It you know, there's just different scope. And so you've been doing marketing for how long? Uh, 20 plus years. 20 plus years. And you're from the Baltimore area? I'm from the Baltimore area. Um, I really got my taste with strategic communications when I did a big project for Under Armour and Kaiser Permanente. And um, that's when I really started focusing on this customer journey. Is that when you fell in love with doing what you did? That's when I fell in love with um, doing this specific, you know, branding a concept, branding a, a you know, a, a customer-focused marketing strategy. Yeah. I had, you know, really great partners, and um, and I saw a project from, you know, concept to completion, and um, I just knew that I could take these things and and scale it to any type of business. And so that's what I've done. That's awesome. And I have to ask you this because you are a... Official, you mm-hmm. played lacrosse. I did not play lacrosse. You didn't play lacrosse. I raised four Division One lacrosse oh, players. Oh man, that's awesome! And I drove them 
Oh, every you were week. the soccer mom. I was the lacrosse mom. mom. Yeah. And so I That's awesome. Totally separate story. I um I was a single mom for a time and I needed extra money and I learned how to officiate so that I could afford to pay for That's my amazing. Uh, pay for my kids' fees and over the years I really fell in love with it and I don't really need the officiating money anymore, but it's fun and I re- I got myself to the Basically, the NCAA level. And you have four kids that went and played lacrosse? Yeah, I've got four Division I players. My daughter, Emily, played at Lehigh in Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. My daughter, Caroline, graduated and played on the University of Florida Gators lacrosse team. She graduated last year, and I have two currently that play for University of Maryland, reigning national champions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. I don't like that team. That. that basketball though, oh. yeah. lacrosse is cool, but <laughs> basketball wise, I'm, I'm sorry not a Maryland to hear that. fan. <laughs> <laughs> they beat they beat Kansas quite a bit uh, in tournaments, and it irritates me. Uh, we, we we all have we, our things. We win too, so I can't really complain. We do make some. We do win on occasion when we need to. That is so cool. Like that's the, that's that is something that I would love to be able to share with people when I'm networking. Like I have, right. I have four badass kids that are. Yeah. Cross players for D1 schools, and I just wear my t shirt that has like oh, all yeah, my national championship stuff. Don't why be networking, not? like that's and then also <laughs> the, the story of the you know, I was a single mom for a time and I needed there was a need for money, and this was a great way to do yeah. it, and be able to keep my kids engaged in the sports that they wanted to play. Look, I'm extremely transparent, I'm and extremely transparent, especially with my clients. I mean, my story, you know, from where I came from, really resonates with people. Um, because I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. When you're starting a business, you don't have money to, no. to, you know, to go out and, you know, buy a Naples Daily News. No, no, I'm not knocking the Naples Daily yeah. News because it's a great publication, but like not everybody can spend their marketing budget that way, yeah. nor should they. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I try to help my clients get, get, get seen a different way. But that, that, that story, your, your, your story outside of what you do for business is where the connections make. Absolutely. You know, cause my girlfriend, Jessica, single mother for 18 years, 17 years and did it all on her own, had to work multiple jobs. Like I, and I, and I, I find it very amazing to hear success stories when it comes to single parents, especially. And the reason, reason why I say it is because I grew up with just a mom. Yeah. My dad wasn't really ever around. So to, to hear the success of, you know, my mom went through nursing school. We lived with my grandparents for a long time. Yeah. And we had to, you know, she, she did what she could to, to, to not only survive, but to help provide, you know, a better life for when we, me, and then my sister was born. She's, we're 12 years difference, but, you know, she, my sister just had a, a baby boy. He's the cutest thing in the world. Uh, but it is, it's, it's always good to hear that success story from, you know, I've, of hard work. Oh. That's really what it is. It's hard work. The I'm grunt. a parent too. So yeah. it's like, you know, I'm a parent. I'm as, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be a co-parenting dad. Yeah. So me and my ex-wife get along amazingly. We both share custody and it's just a great relationship, but it doesn't always work that way. Yeah. I mean, you know? I, you know, I, I, that's the goal, right? Yeah. I mean, my kids are older now, so I have a totally different relationship with everybody oh, yeah. now. And it's you know, amazing it's, how they and change. It's, it's wonderful. You, you know, know, and I'm happily remarried. Awesome, and that, yeah. and that's great and um you know but it's it's tough and i having been there i have a soft spot for for single parents yeah no i you know? I, I totally do too and, and 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 i can't say i'm a single parent because i co-parent very but i i see it you see it out there it happens a lot and it's just amazing to see how hard working single parents are single mothers single dads cuz you know a little, 
it's just it's cool to hear because that is the perfect person to talk about when it comes to becoming successful working hard when you you know I, I heard somebody say oh you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps well that's that's a single my mom my mom was that way it was a single mother yeah and she did that and it I always find it very cool so it's very I have a very I can have a bond with you because I went through it you went through it and you kind of right you know what it you takes you know what it takes man it's <laughs> tough it's hard work I love my kids to death but they're a pain in the butt and they're it's young. hard it's <laughs> hard and my kids are young so yeah my kids were um were teenagers and and middle schoolers when um when, when it, the oh well shit storm of you know, yeah, but, but but i'll tell you um it makes you know, them stronger and they tell me all the time yeah. you are the strongest person we know yes I, I say that to my mom <laughs> i say that to my mom you're just trying my girlfriend jessica she's just, i'm like you're you're a lot stronger than you want to give yourself credit for yeah because you've raised two girls that are only a year difference uh and one of them's adopted but she raised them since they were little uh you know she she has jasmine and alexis who are awesome amazing women and they're just now getting into college they're in college right and it's it's a, it's funny how how strong of a relationship she has with her, her daughters which i think you get as a single parent you have just re- this ridiculous bond with your kids uh and then you watch your kids grow up they become successful like yours have they kind of feed off of your hard work. That energy they totally that do, yeah. and, and I'll and I'll I'll tell you they have a wonderful relationship with their father, which oh, I'm, which I'm grateful yeah. for. Yeah, you know, um, but but no, they totally feed off it, and it's you know when you're able to get through something like that and work really hard, you know, mentally. Oh God, I can imagine. Physically, yeah. you know, I mean, there were days where I pray no one came brought a friend home because I just didn't have the extra money or time to deal with it you know and um and when they see you do that and it does sort of give them a little bit of a kick yeah you know when they when they're facing something themselves you're gonna have your ups and downs with your kids as they're growing up too so you're gonna have those times where you're just like just leave and don't come back. You know, like, <laughs> There's a reason I've why adult that. children should yeah. live with their parents. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm like, I just don't come back, please. But, you know, but then they call you and they're like, you know, I don't know how I, you could have, I don't understand how you did it. Uh, Jessica got that call from her daughter, Jasmine. She called her up and said, Mom, I just want to say, I don't know how you did it. I, you know, I don't know how you were able to go through what you went through. And it's like, that's, that's, that's a, one of the best compliments I think you absolutely. can get. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding? So, you know, it's amazing. So that's just amazing that you have four children and D1 lacrosse. Like, that's just a family of athletes. Yeah, it's yeah. a family of, of hard workers, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, and athletes. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. And they're starters, they're... Well, I mean, so my oldest daughter was a great athlete, went to Lehigh. She didn't get much playing time at all. That was a really hard thing for her yeah. to face, you know. And she ended up pivoting, and um, she changed her major and moved to Italy and finished college oh, there. And come she, on. she's getting her master's in Rome now. That's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, she's on her own. Good for great. her. And my daughter Caroline didn't get a lot of playing time first two years, and then she was next man up. Somebody got hurt. She came in and she played the rest of the game and started the next two years. My daughter Katie is a junior at Maryland. She um, played has played in almost every game every year of her career, That's but she awesome. began starting last year as a sophomore. And um, my daughter Libby, they had their first. She's a freshman. They had her their season opener last week, and she started. Wow. So. 
you know. That's hard work. You know, that's but, what that is. You know, look, it, I'm just happy that they're happy. Yeah. You know, I've learned. I learned a long time ago that you know, sports are a a gift. It's a gift to be able to play at that level. Um, it's hard work. It depends on a lot of factors. Whether or not a you, luck. whether a whether luck or not you get in, yeah. you know, sometimes you're at the right place at the right yes, time. And I do not. I've taught them a long time ago that I, their mother, does not put any weight on their worthiness as a person on whether or not they get into a game. That's awesome. So I just want them to be healthy. Yeah, right. And I want them to buckle down in school, which they are, thankfully, and um, have a great time. So you watch sports down here? You, you watch? Yeah. So yeah. Well, I also officiate in Collier County. I officiate high school okay. sports. Yeah, so um, the... Look, girls across season is starting next week um, officially, but already this season I've done four scrimmages. Um, I had one last night. I had two the you two the night today. before. You got a game today, don't you? I actually have a game to, two college games this weekend. I'm wow. driving to Georgia to officiate two games, uh, two college games this weekend. Are they D one schools? They are not. I don't do D one lacrosse D1 because my girls play. My is girls that are like in Division One. Or is it a? It's it's a rule that um, I haven't gone to get my credentials to gotcha. do it because okay. I wouldn't be able to do it anyway. Yeah. So I do Division Two, Three, NAIA, um, community colleges, high schools. I'm doing a lot of the you know, Florida, everyone wants to come to Florida to do, to play in spring break games. So I'm yep. doing a lot of games in Orlando. Um, you know, I'll do it That's all. Crazy. You got many hats. That's for sure. But that's that's very cool, and it, and you've lived down here for a year and a half. Uh, networking is completely different. What do you think about Naples? Oh, I love Naples. My yeah. parents, um, my parents, retired here uh, several years ago, which is what I mean. My goal was always to to move down here and and live, you know, in paradise, right? Um, my husband Rick and I bought our house here two and a half years ago, and the week after we settled. We were like, what do we, we, we rented it out and we got on the plane to go back to Baltimore. We're like, oh, this is terrible that we're leaving. We have to figure this out. <laughs> so when Libby went away to Maryland this past um, year, we moved down here full time. But I became a Florida resident about a year and a half ago and started migrating my business oh, gotcha, down yeah. here and actually last year because we had renters in our house I had to stay with my parents you oh, know goodness, okay. while I was you know working and networking down here but you found very good success pretty quickly down yeah there. I love it yeah I feel like because the because the community here is so open and welcoming if you're an honest person that has you know a great offering yeah. people want to get to know you being genuine is huge down here right like I, you can point it. You could one. You could spot the fakers. You could spot uh, the people that aren't doing it for the right reasons pretty easily down here. I noticed because I'm from Kansas originally, so like it's a completely different country almost. Uh, but down here, it's, you're right. It's a lot more inviting. People are a lot more open. Uh, you have a lot more fun with the networking events down here. Uh, I was a networker in Jacksonville for a while, and it was just a little different. It was more of an ROI transaction. Mm -hmm. uh, and down here, it's like we were talking about. It's about building that relationship down here. Right. Uh, and so you have a lot of fun. You you go to a lot of the events. Do you are you a member of any of the? Yeah, you know? I'm a, I mean, first of all, I when I came down here, I joined like everything under the sun, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I've slowly, you know, learned what works for me and learned what doesn't. You know, I've weeded out. Yeah 
some of the things that I do. Um, I've hosted a couple of, of networking events. Um, I host the LinkedIn Local Naples quarterly okay. networking mm-hmm. thing. Um, you know, and, and that's something I did in Baltimore, and I, I was a member of that, and so I, I'm, you know, trying it down here, but it's not something I want to do monthly or weekly gotcha, or yeah. anything like that. I, um, and so, you know, I, my advice to people is just go to as many things as you can, and you will gravitate towards the ones that are natural fit. Yeah. And they're the places where you can be most yeah. successful. And the personality is always going to be different inside right. of each different event, so you're going to go to... You can't go to one and go, I don't like it. Right. And, you know? and I would say, you know, as a person that advises people on how to spend their marketing dollars, you know, and networking is marketing, I would say, you know, don't, don't let somebody tell you what is the best way for oh, you to you. spend yeah. your money. Or you, your time. Yeah. you know your business. Yep. If something isn't resonating with your business, there's a way to be polite and respectful and just say, this does not align with my business yeah, no, goals. It's okay. And it doesn't mean that a certain networking group is bad or terrible. It just means that it for your particular business, it just doesn't work. And that's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying it's okay. Work. Yeah, no. No, I, I agree. Is there, so, I mean, I, there's master networks, there's BNI, there's Grow Network, there's Rockstar events, there's Warm Introduction Networking, there's the Chambers of Commerce events that happened on, you know, Marco, Naples. They just did the one in um, Estero yesterday, and I didn't make it. I was kind of mad because I was like, and any worst part about it is I didn't know about it until like two hours before. And I was like, well, maybe I should go and just record. And, so like, you want me to give you stuff. some of the plugs so of the things I'm doing? Yeah, like, so, where, where do you so go? So I'm a member of the chamber. I think the chamber is amazing. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of... Naples of Chamber. Naples okay. Chamber. I, they do a lot of really high-quality um, things. I'm a member of Master Networks. Okay. Um, I think that, that, I mean, I got... Um, I've made some really good connections there. I'm a member of the Women's Network of Collier County, okay. which is WNOCC.org. I'm a member of the American Business Women's Association of the Neapolitan Chapter. Okay. Um, and like I said, I run um, LinkedIn Local Naples. I've been to the Warm Introduction yep. networking events. I think they're great. Um, and, and I just think like um, the more you get out there, the there's a lot of value to be had here in Naples. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I do talk to everybody. I talk to people in the grocery store. <laughs> you're, one of those, you're running for mayor full time. No, I'm actually not. But I, you know, I mean, when you move from somewhere and you don't, you don't know anyone other just, than your parents. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy. Just walk up and start talking. Yeah. To like you. if I see people my age, you know, I'm a young, youngish 40 something about to be 50 something. And you know, I, on some days, I look a little younger. <laughs> or <laughs> feel so, younger, too. And yeah. feel younger. And so, you know, I just like to know what people are doing. I'm also a tennis player. Oh, you know? come on. I like to play tennis, you know. So, so you know, I if I see people in tennis outfits, I might say, hey, where do you play tennis? Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get to know that whole thing. The, the Tennis down here is big, too. You know, yeah. I like, I've, my husband's a pickleball player. So, if he sees... You know, I just think you gradually will... If the more you talk to people, you'll find what works for you. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, this has been an awesome, awesome episode. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on because you offer such great insight. Again, like I said, outside of the norm because of your background, uh, 
coming being so fresh down here, I think allows you to offer a little bit of different insight too. Just because you know some of the people we talk to have been here for twenty years, so you, you kind of I don't want to say they get used to a certain way, but you know you you'll open some eyes for a lot of people that just don't. Oh my God! I mean, I'll go back to it. The Lincoln thing is still kicking. I'm still kicking myself in the teeth about that because I'm like, I knew that and I never said anything about it. So you just you're coming from a different spot. It just offers so much more to the audience. Uh, and your insight on kind of, I, I love the don't be afraid to fail. I love the, you know, don't be afraid to say, oh, no, this, this doesn't work. Because I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of, I think failure is one thing that a lot of people are afraid of. And I, I'm afraid of it. I think everybody's afraid of it. But being able to go back and go, you know what, but it's not, it doesn't define me. And it's not, it doesn't make me a loser or doesn't make me uh, terrible at what I do. It just means it didn't work and I need to go somewhere. I need to do something else. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, so it's great. So, you know, if if I wanted to get a hold of you, how do I get a hold of you? Sure. So you can go to my website, www.laurenfaby.com. My last name is spelled F-A-B-Y. You can follow me on Instagram at Lauren Beth Faby. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn under Lauren Faby. And um, hopefully you'll catch me on ESPN. Cause that, that'd would be a- be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and also I run LinkedIn Local Naples, so you can follow at LinkedIn Local Naples. And if you see me at a networking event, please, please, please come up and say hello to me. I know, I know you're you're so I'm so fun. friendly. I know you are. It's like <laughs> that's awesome because you're you're one of the first people people want to talk to because you're just out there. You're smiling so much. You're just enjoying. You're enjoying life. That's really all. I is. am. Yeah, and you have an awesome job because you you can tell people no and you can. Do whatever you want. <laughs> no, that's the great thing about having kind of your position. Is you, yeah. You, you have that luxury, uh, but you offer such great insight for anybody who's looking for marketing. And so if you need anything marketing-wise, if you need somebody that can come in and do what you do, you know, please reach out. Uh, contact Lauren on, like she said, all the different avenues. Um, I'm going to make sure I put up her information uh, when the when uh, this podcast goes live so people have an easy way of contacting you. Well, I so appreciate yeah, you having me. That's, that's great. I It's funny. I, I You reached out to me because of a post I made. and look. And See? It works. It was a connection. <laughs> so it works everywhere. So thank you so much for coming on. And that is it for the Constant Networker. And we'll see you next week.